Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, y'all. Hey. Welcome to Such a Lady, and I'm your host, Siobhan. If you are stopping by, just now found out about us, Thanks for tuning in. We hope you stay a while, get comfortable. Welcome to our toxic family. If you are tuning back in, welcome back, Sal's. I appreciate the love and the support. I hope everybody had a good weekend. Why don't I wake up this morning and think today was Saturday? Like for real, didn't had a whole weekend and woke up and was like, dang, today ain't Saturday. No, it's Monday. You gotta get I was mad like for real I was like it's a Monday already Ugh. so I hope y'all had a great weekend I hope y'all's Monday starts off great and remember if it doesn't you can always turn it around um our next toxic love story is crazy but before we get into it we have to do our such a lady of the week and that is um Sarah Betton I hope I got that right. If I didn't, I'm sorry. But thank you for being this week such a lady. Thank you for your support. Um, You don't have to show us love, but you do. And we are grateful for that. So thank you for being you. Um, But yeah, like, so what I was saying is like in relationships, I feel like there are things that you can compromise on. And then there are things that you just aren't willing to compromise on, like deal breakers. Um, and I believe in relationships, there are just some things that you just can't compromise on. Like, say, for instance, if you used to, you know, do crack, I'm sure you don't want to be in a relationship with somebody who is a avid crack smoker. And I'm, I'm saying because, you know, that might be a trigger for you. For instance, me, I can't be in a relationship with somebody who loves to drink alcohol because that was something that I struggled with at one time. So I that's that's a deal breaker for me. Now, if you want to smoke cigarettes, uh, I really don't like the way that smells, but hey, I'm okay with that. You know what I mean? So there are just some things that you can and you can't compromise on in relationships. Um, and so I say that because in our next toxic love story, it's about Donna and Dennis uh, Yaklich. Might have messed that up, but I'm sorry about that. So anyway, so Donna and Dennis, they met because Donna was on vacation. She was hanging out with her friends, you know, living her best life. And while she's on vacation, she meets Dennis. Now, initially... Donna says that she was hesitant to date Dennis because he was a police officer. But after going out with him and getting to know him, Donna says that Dennis stole her heart and she fell in love. And not only just Dennis, because Dennis had a three-year-old daughter and three stepchildren that 
or 9, 11, and 12. Um, and so the children were living with Dennis's mother at the time. Donna says she met him because their mother had passed away unexpectedly on Valentine's Day. So here was this newly single father of four, not one, not two, one, two, three, four. And instead of running the other way, like, listen, you got a lot going on, bro. Uh, It was nice to meet you. I wish you the best. Donna was like, hey, I'm going to come move in with you for a couple of months and help you and the kids get settled in. Because, you know, you just lost your wife. They just lost their mother. You know, things are hard for y'all right now. I'm going to help out. Now, at this time, Donna was 22. 2022. And single with no kids. And Dennis was 30 and he had some baggage. So, I I know I say this all the time, but why do we as some women always think we got to help? Like why did why did why did why did Donna feel the need to move in with this man and help him take care of these four kids? Like she could have gave him a gift card and kept it pushing. You know what I mean? But she didn't. She moved in with him and was like, oh, okay, I'm finna play mama to these kids. And she she's still a baby herself, twenty two. Life ain't even hit you yet. You know what I mean? So Donna Donna should have ran the other way, but she moved in with Dennis. And I'm kind of thinking in my head, if they moved in that quick, then she didn't met the kids. You know, he's already introduced her. Um, They're comfortable around her. And so it kind of makes me think, was Dennis really grieving or was he looking for a new mother for his children? And if he was, then he found it in Donna. And I'm not saying that he wasn't grieving because we all know that grieving looks different on everyone. You know what I mean? So it could be that Dennis was grieving the loss of his first wife, but he also knew in reality that she wasn't coming back and that he needed a mother for his children. You know what I mean? So I wasn't there, but it just seemed kind of quick to me. That's all I'm saying, you know? my opinion and nobody paid me for it but I'm gonna put it out there Donna said that Dennis became abusive about a month into their relationship Mm. see ran the other way and she left him but Donna admitted that she came back because she felt like Dennis was home home to her felt like Dennis because she grew up in an abusive environment. So she knew that the way that Dennis treated her was wrong, but it felt like home, so she went back. Now, when Donna came back, the abuse didn't stop, but Donna felt like if she could do everything to make Dennis happy, he would have no reason to abuse her or the kids. But that didn't work either. Dennis was honestly just a mean guy who liked to be in control. And some people are just like that. Donna could have worshipped the ground that Dennis walked on, and he'd still find a reason to be pissed. Some people, you just can't make them happy. And um, you shouldn't try. You know what I mean? Once you see what they say, once somebody show you who they are, believe them. 
Listen, I'm not finna walk on eggshells. I've done it before. It's the worst feeling in the world. Like, especially at home, that's your peace. When you out in the world, you got to deal with all that crazy stuff. When you come home, that's your peace. I'm not going to be walking on eggshells at home, and y'all should neither, okay? If you are, we can talk about that later. But anyway, Donna could have did whatever, but Dennis was going to be who Dennis was. And it didn't help that Dennis was a police officer because when Donna did get tired and said she was through and she reached out for help, it turned bad and ugly quick. Donna said she called Dennis's partner because he was out of control one day and she didn't know what else to do. Dennis had apparently thrown Donna down the stairs and threatened to kill her and her family. And so Donna told Dennis's partner that she was scared for her life and she believed that he was really going to kill her this time. So Dennis's partner believed her. He's like, listen, okay, I'm going to go talk to our boss about this and let him know what's going on. He goes to their boss and the boss is like, listen, that's not your marriage. That's not your wife. That's not your business. Stay out of it. To which Dennis's partner does. But it does get back to Dennis that Donna reached out to him. And Donna says that she paid for, for it terribly. He definitely went upside her head behind that. So Donna says she finally musters up the courage to leave Dennis and go to a women's shelter. But while there, Dennis pops up on the scene and he's like, hey, listen, I know I ain't been doing right. I know I ain't been acting right. But listen, if you come home, I'm going to make better choices. I'm going to keep my hands to myself. I'm going to play nice and we're going to get along. (coughs) So... Of course, Donna believes this, and Donna says that, honestly, where were my options? Like, he had connections. He knew the people at the women's shelter. He found me at the shelter, so he could find me wherever I went. So, what what else could I do? So, Donna says she went home, and she prayed that Dennis was going to act nice and play right. Well... Dennis does. Dennis decides he's going to play nice, but just for a little while. You know how some some do. He played nice for a little while, but a leopard can't change his spots. Um, no matter how, how hard they try, um, they can. And Dennis began going back to his old ways, slapping, punching, threatening, choking Donna. Um, Donna even says at some point, Dennis went as far as to put a gun to her head, threatening to kill her. Now, here's this six-and-a-half, 280-pound man, and then we have Donna, who was 5'7", 130 pounds. Y'all can do the math. You know what I mean? Um, Dennis, Dennis's abuse and his controlling ways weren't just limited to at home because apparently, <laughs> listen, I don't know, Dennis, Dennis wasn't no punk. He wasn't. Dennis's co-workers admitted to threatening on several occasions to pull their gun out on Dennis and shoot him whenever he got into one of his moves or he was in one of his Dennis ways. Uh, And apparently he couldn't be calmed down. So they would pull out their gun and threaten to shoot him. Um, Abuse of steroids is what was suspected. 
to be the problem. And I'm not going to lie, it does make sense. I mean, with the temper, the, you know, the way he acted. But again, it was suspected. I wasn't there. I don't have proof. He was a police officer and an aerobics instructor. And looking at the pictures of him, I mean, it is possible, but we can't suspect that. And I tried to see if they found anything in his system, and I couldn't see anything, so I'm not comfortable just accusing this man of being a steroid user. I I am comfortable saying that it was suspected that he was a steroid user. And, um, And so... He was beating on his wife. That's what Donna was saying. He was using steroids. He was erratic. And when he would get crazy, he would just start beating on his wife. And anybody who was in his way, Dennis was going to move him. So we have Donna who married this police officer who had just lost his wife and needed a mother to his babies. Then Ian steps Donna not knowing that Dennis is really not this nice man that he portrays to be. And if he is nice, he's not as nice as he's pretending to be. Um, He's a suspected steroid user. He's a police officer who abuses his power and he likes to beat on his wife. Now, Dennis had the one daughter and then the three stepchildren and then him and Donna have a son together so they have a nice little squad you know what I mean like it ain't like it ain't no kids around so if they are having these knockdown throw down fights these babies is witnessing it you know what I mean but now it's too late for Donna because even though Everyone knows she's being abused. No one is doing anything about it. You know what I mean? Because it's, we have Dennis, this police officer, who can just pull up at the, the women's shelter and just talk to his wife like, you know, hey, this is just the Walmart parking lot. You know what I mean? And and then she, she goes home. And then we have where she reaches out to his partner. And then... the the partner reaches out to the boss and instead of him saying, look, let's protect this woman. He's like, listen, mind your business. That's all. Just mind your business. So Donna's saying no one is doing anything. Um, the mailman came forward saying that he saw bruises on Donna. And then there was the cable repair man who admitted to seeing choke marks on Donna's neck that were so visible that he like had to do a double take. So it it sounds like Dennis wasn't trying to cover up his abuse because honestly, why did he have to? Like who's gonna check him? Who gonna check me, boo? Who? Like you do what you wanna do when you popping. Apparently that's what Dennis thought because he didn't care. Other witnesses came forward to seeing, hearing, or having Donna come to them asking them personally to kill Dennis (laughs) y'all heard me she was asking them like like check this out you mind killing my husband (laughs) yep Donna said that she asked several people to kill Dennis because she felt like he was gonna kill her and she wanted to kill him first now if all that has been said is true I'm not gonna lie I don't blame Donna Mae 
I don't know if that's her middle name, but I, I don't blame Donna May. I don't. It kind of reminds me of one of my favorite movies, um, Enough with J-Lo. Listen, if y'all haven't seen that movie, check it out. I can watch that movie over and over again. But she wasn't going to sit around and wait to die. She wasn't. And if given the choice, neither would I. Like, if I know somebody's finna kill me, y'all better start training me. If it's me or you, I'm choosing me. Like, no, I'm not finna choose you. If if I got the choice, no, you got to go. You got to go. Now, it's different if you run up on me and I ain't got no choice. But if I know you coming and you've been showing me that you want me dead, no, I'm not finna sit back and wait on you to come kill me. No, that's all right. But the tricky part in this story is Donna didn't kill Dennis herself. Donna had told a neighbor about the abuse and apparently he had witnessed it as well and decided that enough was enough. So when Donna came to him and offered to hire him, you know, to kill her husband, he was like, okay, well, yeah, I see what he doing to you and it's not okay. And although we should go to the police, he is the police. So what do we need to do? So Donna and Edward Greenwell, they get together and they come up with this plan. Edward decides to enlist his younger brother. Again, if you're going to kill somebody, don't tell nobody but God. I'm just saying, don't kill nobody. But listen, if you decide to, do it by yourself. The more, it's like the the, the game, I don't know if y'all remember, telephone in, in school where you start off by telling somebody a word and it go around in the circle and by the time you get to that last person, it ain't nothing at all what it was supposed to. That's how it is when you kill somebody. You tell somebody not to say nothing and then they tell everybody and their mama. So now everybody's going to jail. And, and, and you in jail just sitting there looking at the wall because you trusted somebody. Don't tell nobody but God. That's all I'm saying. Um, so Edward and his younger brother went to Dennis's house after he got home from work and shot Dennis, killing him. So now it's time for Donna to go into the best role ever, okay? Because she has to play the grieving wife, and she does. She calls the police, and she says someone shot her husband, and she starts giving police a list of people that might have killed Dennis, a list of enemies. Like, you know, she's... she's pointing them in the direction of where she thinks they might be able to find the killer. Well, the police, you know, are, they're listening to her, but they're doing their own investigative work too. You know, they on the scene, they doing what they got to do. And then they eventually bring in Ed and his brother and they start talking and they bring up Donna. So they admit that Donna hired them to kill Dennis well, when they bring in Donna, Donna's like, I don't know these people. I don't know these dudes. Like, who 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 is they? If I met these men on the street, I would never know them. Well, that was the first lie. Because Ed used to work for Donna at one point in time at a firecracker stand that she used to own or run. So that was the first lie she told. And the lies just kept going and going and going. So then eventually Donna's like, okay, well, yeah, I do know him. 
I, I do. I know him. And I did hire him. But listen, let me tell you the reason why I hired him. The reason why I hired him is because Dennis used to beat on me and I didn't have anyone else or anywhere else to go. You know what I mean? Um, and the the police are like, well, if he, this man was beating on you and he was abusing you, why didn't you just kill him? Like, why did you have to get all these other people involved? Like, why, why, why all the lies? Why all the deception if he was beating on you like you said he was? And Donna just comes out and she's like, well, I, I didn't have the courage to do it. Like, I was afraid. This man had been beating on me for years. Like, if if if, if I could do it, I would have done it. I, I, I couldn't do it. I tried to leave. He found me. I tried to reach out. Nobody helped. I couldn't do it. So I hired somebody else to do it. Um, and that was her story and she was sticking to it. But Donna still claims that she only had Dennis killed because he was going to kill her. Now, Vanessa, Dennis's older daughter, y'all know the one from the beginning of the story, the one who Donna fell in love with and the one who she just couldn't leave to go back home with because she couldn't bear to leave this baby there and she had just lost her mother. Vanessa called BS. She said that the entire time that her dad and Donna were married, she never saw the abuse that Donna claims happens. Like, you know, the knockdown, drag out fight. She's stating, yeah, no, that never happened. Also, friends of Dennis and um, Donna and also family members say that Donna was actually writing checks to herself from Dennis's dad's account. And Dennis didn't know about it. Listen, I'm saying reports say that Dennis's family confronted Donna about these bad checks, the checks that she was writing to herself. And she promised that she was going to pay the money back. Well, when it got time for her to pay the money back, she never paid it back. And so they threatened to call the police and threatened to tell Dennis. And so at that time, that's when she left and went to the women's shelter and started claiming these abuse charges. This is what Dennis's family and his daughter is saying. They're saying that she didn't start claiming to start screaming abuse until after, you know, she got found out that, you know, she was writing these bad checks to herself. Also, Donna received over $350,000 in proceeds after Dennis died. And she used this money to take care of herself and legal fees and to live it up. And Dennis's family also claimed that she was sleeping with the attorney that was defending her. So Dennis's family is stating that Donna's not this innocent victim that she's claiming to be at all. At all. Dennis wasn't this horrible, mean husband that beat on his wife and didn't take care of her. They're like, Dennis didn't have a mean bone in his body. Uh, So Donna's just lying. She's just selling these wolf tickets. You know what I mean? But we weren't there, so we don't know. We just know what these stories are telling us. I will say that there were a lot of things that I feel like Donna could have done differently. And with Dennis being a police officer, it is possible that he had a hand in Donna not being able to get away from him or get the help that she needed. Again, I wasn't there, like, so I, I don't know. 
The jury didn't believe everything that Donna said, and she was found guilty of murdering, um, of hiring someone to murder her husband. Donna would spend 18 years in jail before being released as a free woman. And Donna still claims that the reason she hired Ed and his brother were because she was tired of being abused and she had nowhere else to turn and no one to help her. Now, when I first went into research mode, I was team Donna. I'm not going to lie. I was all team Donna. Like, Dennis, how dare you? How dare you do this to this lady? Now, I really don't know. Do I think there was some abuse? Maybe. Do I think Donna was getting hit on? Possibility. But we, we've we seen cases where women are abused and need a way out. And sometimes the right decision is not always what us as the outsiders think the right decision looks like. Then we have women who just lie about everything. Everything. Open up their mouth and they breathe lies. So if Donna was abused, I hate that she went through that. I hate that her babies had to go through that. I hate that she had to spend a day in jail um, for killing someone who was actually trying to take her out. If that was the case. If Dennis was innocent and he wasn't putting his hands on her, may he rest in peace. This was a crazy story because, again, like I said, when I went into it, I was Team Donna. I was like, listen, Dennis, how dare you? And I had seen the movie because there is a movie. I don't know if y'all seen it. It's called um, The Cries Unheard, the Donna Yakovic story. Um, good story. But so if you watch that movie, I watched it years ago and then I watched it recently um, before I started doing the research on this. So, you know, I'm like, oh, yeah, man. Yeah, Dennis, this, yeah, no, Dennis was a bad guy. But then, you know, with movies, like everything else, they determine the narrative. And so the once I started doing research, it started coming out that the way that the movie was set up, the way Dennis's family felt, was that Donna was the victim, but really, she wasn't. Um, and then it kind of makes you think, if she was the victim, why did why did she hire these people? Why is she in jail? So it, it just sucks because we know that there are, again, like I said, there are times when you are in a situation and because of you being in that mess, that messy situation, you don't always make the best decisions. So it could be that Donna had been getting her tail beat and she was scared and she didn't know what to do. And so she reached out and hire someone else to kill it. Because if this big, huge man is beating on you every day, you probably think you can't take him out. But then again, it could be that Donna knew that there was some money coming her way and she just didn't want to be with Dennis no more. I don't know, y'all. Y'all tell me, let's talk about it at our favorite place. Such a lady, 30 on Instagram, or such a lady on Facebook. Thank you guys for the love. Thank you guys for reaching out. Thank you guys for the such a ladies, um, for being our such a lady of the weeks. 
if you are in a toxic relationship and you are tired, you know that you want to get out, you know that you do not want to be a topic on 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 this podcast, then there are there are resources out there. You can always reach out to us as such a lady and we can point you in the right direction. You can always reach out to the National um, Domestic Abuse Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE and they'll be more than happy to help you, point you in the right direction. Um, you don't have to shout it from the mountaintops. You don't even have to scream and tell the person you're leaving that you're leaving. Sometimes the best move is to move in silence. But whatever you decide to do, I pray that you choose you because you deserve um, the best version of you. Your family, your kids, your loved ones, your friends. Again, you deserve the best version of you, but you can't have it until you choose you. And if you're not here, (laughs) if you're not here because you chose toxic, then you can't be here to choose the best version of you. So I'm just asking today that you choose you. And that you all don't forget to be great on purpose. I'll meet you guys same place next week, same time. Um, Thanks for tuning in to Such a Lady. And thanks for your support. Love you guys. Bye.